Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy the boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome, this is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, that's me, Law, Captain Patrick, even Bill the Engineer in the studio today. That seems unlikely. Uh, I'm a unlikely, busy man. I have a lot of things to do. But proven, because we have it uh, on Facebook Live, and you can see If Bill it happens myself, on Facebook, it's true. Clear as day, and of course, Patrick off camera, So uh, because he refuses to be filmed. Uh, for legal reasons and the fact that he's wanted by the law. Or no, something. just because I don't like you. He uh, refuses there to be any proof of that being he's associated here. with yes. uh, you. If and I'm I? not on camera, do I exist? No. Good point. Well, Barry the Boater is uh, with us, and he he's exists. not in the studio, uh, but he is not on camera either. He's just connected. Well, he's on way. a camera. I can see him. I am virtual. He is virtual and. Uh, I can see him in two different places. That's weird. He's like isn't everywhere. It? Yeah, two different there. places. <laughs> yeah, we got him on uh, up on monitor. So yeah, Bill a and monitor I, behind behind Greg's head. That right, I can see him. right. He's always watching. So uh, anyway, Facebook Live World of Boating uh, Facebook page. You can get there and get on uh, board and look at us. Uh, at least I, Bill and myself, and, I, and you and can you can uh, chat and stuff, which is kind of we might actually that's really the most important part, right? Yeah, it actually is more important. Uh, that that's the. Uh, the bonus of uh, joining us on Facebook Live, you can actually have a direct line to to us back here in the studio, as opposed to just have to watch us, you know, and listen. Right. Mm-hmm. I a, think you could probably kill the video or just. It's, it's a damn shame away. the sea monkeys didn't survive. Don't look. Don't <laughs> look. Because that would have made this much more exciting. Yeah, really. Uh, Bob from Sonoma wants to know why you murdered the sea monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. No, well, he's, he's on right now. He's yeah, asking. I, know. I see. I say, well, Bob, you know, it's a long story that we don't have time for. Let's move on that's to good. We, stuff that's more important in the world. We only have world. 54 minutes to kill. Well, uh, they, 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 they were all seeking asylum. They were coming for the border. Yeah. You know, last week, Patrick was, uh, you know, giving me grief because we did this Facebook Live. I, I purchased a new camera for the studio. I was all excited. And he, and then he refused to go on camera. And I'm like, well, what the hell? He's What's never the been deal? on camera. So I, figured, I don't know what he looks like. I think he was mad because I said I have uh, brought back a treat for our crew from my last adventure up north in the northeast. Oh, this stupid thing. Are, are there any left? Yes, there is. I, I have some lobster poop right there for you, Bill. And I wouldn't let him have them last week because I wanted to give them uh, to the Scuba Radio Look, crew first. But How much uh, sugar are in those things? Well, the, these are little uh, candy lobster poops. Uh, poops. They're... Poops. Uh, First ingredient, corn syrup. Mm. Second ingredient, sugar. So it's not just high fructose corn syrup. But it's, it's cherry, cherry sugar. So that, Bill, that, do I look like the type of person that ingests large quantities of sugar? 
Well, if they were lobster poops from over the course of your life, Maine yes, and really? Boston, yes, over the course of your life, you have ingested a, a large amount of sugar. At no one individual time, though, has it been any measurable quantity. Yeah, you, you know, Bubble Boy just, was pounding those uh, he was. little poops away. Well, I told him uh, on Scuba okay. Radio. I said, "Don't eat them all. I got to save them for Patrick <laughs> stop, and uh, stop." That's a and totally Bill different show. If two two about words it. that should never go together pounding on this show is away. pounding poops. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe. So Bill, the engineer, is having his first official lobster poop. He's having um, his first and his last. Halifax. Can- wow. I, I was in Halifax I when I picked know, those up. I didn't know that cough syrup was a flavor. <laughs> well, it's cherry. I mean, that's what uh, Maine lobster poops evidently taste like. No, and it's not. Bill, look at... Bill, look at the expiration date, and you'll understand why he brought those back. Yeah, they were half off at the counter there, so <laughs> now, that's why I, will, I picked them up. To Greg's defense, I will say the best treat he ever bought bought us into the studio was yeah. when he returned from Hawaii. And? He had those, those macadamia, macadamia nuts. nuts. Yeah. Ah, but he only donkey. bought them because they were donkey balls. That's right. The only reason he brought Chocolate them back. Chocolate-covered macadamia nuts. They spent so little time in Call the package, balls. Yes. it didn't even matter. We didn't right. even have time to read the package. All right. Because they Good were stuff. gone. I thought you were going to go with uh, that trip when I came back from England and brought with you back a stick. No, because yard. you picked those up out of the yard outside the studio. No, they were. it's a Harry Potter wand. I know what you're Any saying. Any stick you pick up in London is uh, <laughs> Any stick you pick up. Okay. And, uh, Picking up a stick in London has a completely different meaning when you're over in London. True. But if I told you I picked it up in London, even though I pulled it out of the backyard here in Florida, it, it still counts. It's the thought, my friend. Yeah, Just like this gift that I'm about to give you both right now. But here, grab a rock. This is from the uh, Bay of Fundy. All right. Uh, Let me me just point out, do you think it's a good idea to give me something that I could hurl back at you? No, go ahead. I know you won't because this is a special rock. This is a wishing stone from the Bay of Fundy. And uh, you see it has a it white like line. It sounds like a made up place. Uh, the rocks there have this weird geo- uh, uh, formation in them that has this white it's line. It's a band. Yeah, through the rocks. And, and they say if you find one of these on the beach, uh, you make a wish. It will come When it comes true, then you pass it on to the next person, and their r- wish will come true. So I have so two. So if my wish had been that we would get stone. a wishing rock from the Bay of Fundy. Ta-ding! I would have to pass my rock on immediately. I well, wish I don't miss. <laughs> it, it can't create harm to others. I'm adding oh, that, I'm I'm adding sure. that rule yeah. now. Let's, let's try that theory. <laughs> no. Uh, so anyway. These are neat rocks. I mean, it's, How about it's, that? A, it's a granite stone with uh-huh. a quartz band through the middle, yeah. middle of it, probably from a, a large block. It's kind of a big Mine deal. looks like it's been glued back together. It does look like it. <laughs> so on on one uh, vacation, I came back and brought you a stick. On yeah. another one, I came back and brought you a rock. That's nice. What were you doing up in the Bay of Fundy? Were you boating? I was on a boat. I was okay. on a cruise ship. We talked about that last week. You weren't uh, here. Yeah, he was on there with a bunch of geriatrics. Um, it, it was and floating. Amazingly, he didn't get picked out as the young person. That is not true. But I was on a floating retirement home. It's <laughs> nice. Watching the leaves change up there in the Northeast. Well, that's nice. It was. His wife, his wife was checking it out for him for future reference. Okay, maybe. How's your shuffleboard skills coming along? You notice that uh, buried a boater didn't get a rock, <laughs> let alone a lobster no. poop. No, I don't get anything. <laughs> Suck it, loser. Anyway, so yeah, I had a good time. So there you go. That's what I brought you guys back. Why, why thank you. And, and, Did and you, you didn't comment. When on... you were thrown out of the uh, boat, did they... Did they eject you from the boat, and that is when you found the rocks? Because normally there are no rocks available on a boat. This is how they get the uh, people off of the cruise ship, (laughs) is they start throwing rocks at them. 
Nobody was Get being off! stoned or anything like that. No, the Bay of Fundy. I know. Actually, we went on uh, this tour. When did you go? Uh, a couple weeks ago. Oh, see, because if you went this week, some people would be getting stoned. Mm-hmm. Ah, good point. Yeah, I was just looking that out for yeah. some of that, but I didn't. I didn't come what? across that in Canada. I was. I was looking for the. We we had well, a story a few it, weeks we ask ago. It, ask it some some eighty year olds about. Hey man, got any weed? No, we got off the boat, <laughs> and then they said that to all the old people. Hey, you know, it'll cure your cataracts. Uh, anyway, so uh, Remember, no, we were, they grew up in the fifties and sixties. So yeah, okay. If you so did Greg, liars. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the Bay of Fundy has this crazy tide situation where like twenty five feet of tide changes happen every day or twice a day. Yeah, it's you mean up in the northeast? Never heard of such a thing. Go well, on. When you see it firsthand, it's pretty dramatic. Well, I, I, well we Bill, did. did you ever live in such an area? I, I did, but not a place with as dramatic of a shift. This, right. uh, this is a place which has a relatively small inlet. Mm-hmm. So, so the inflow of water comes through a relatively small place, and right. it's a relatively big place. So when the tide the goes out, yeah. it, 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 it is dramatic. And there's a place that I did go in Alaska, which has a similar kind of thing phenomenon mm-hmm. uh and i can't remember which city is at the end of it but uh it, it had a um had a glacier which had a gigantic calving and when they did that it actually had a tsunami because the area was so so narrow and it happened at around high tide so tremendous amount of water was forced back into this narrow bay hmm. so it'd create but great waves for surfing and Patrick no. would be excited about that, maybe. No. I don't think so. The water's damn cold. cold. There. Yeah, it is. It is chilly. Eh, wetsuit. You know, he'd be fine. I'm thinking dry suit. Even well, a dry yeah. suit. You'd, yeah. you'd be more likely to wind up orca poop. <laughs> but it is which wild is, up there in the Which is menthol flavored. It's funny. You know, the boats, the lobster boats. <laughs> I was going to say Oreo flavored. Come <laughs> into the uh, Bay of joke. Fundy. And, and then when the tide goes out, they, you know, the water goes out. And they've positioned the boats where they end up on these... Uh, stands you know like dry dock things oh that's neat it's wild it's that like, is Whoa. neat so it's uh yeah i mean obviously they I wonder how many times they had to, to do it wrong before they figured out how to <laughs> exactly. do it right every time well the You're thing is you, you build very large cradles so yep. you really don't miss the mark and then you just make them smaller then you have your anchoring points so bow two points stern two points bring the boat in here's your uh your anchor balls tie it off and as the tide drops you're right on top of the cradle. Yeah. Basically, uh, you know, and, and they train well, the captains there. They, when they do it right, they get a, a little lobster poop. And when they get it wrong, they throw one of those Faya Bundy rocks at them. Yeah, that's a good way to train boat say captains. They, they, yeah. <laughs> Just saying. Throwing live lobsters at them would probably have to be more effective. That would be effective, exactly. True. I still say you're a coward for not going after scuba diving after live main lobster. Which you, you said you were going to do. Yeah. I decided, no, I was not going to dive for them. I was just going to eat them. So I, I covered that base instead. We got more coming up on the World of Boating next. Stay close. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. 
Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department led by his ex-girlfriend and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast looks like one ship was saved today a relationship This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Billy, engineer, and bear to boat around and out the crew today as we navigate the latest boating news and information. Then a bunch of stuff I did on my uh, leave-changing cruise. Or at least uh, today was a gift day for the crew, and they are very grateful and uh, annoyed at the same time. I yeah, think. I'm going to be leaving mine right here. It's a rock. It's a wishing rock. Yeah. Did you already make your wish? It went, once you make your wish, you're supposed to pass it along to some no, other... No, I thought once the wish was granted. Well, okay, The whatever. genie will escape. Don't worry about me. <laughs> yeah. Tune in next week to see if Captain Patrick's wish comes true. <laughs> Hi, I'm your host. <laughs> God help us. Uh, so, um, we do have some uh, actual boating news and information. You don't say. Actual boats. Let's share it. And boating news. Uh, From Boats.com, they have a story by Kim Caven. Wait. What? It's K-A-V-I-N. Oh. Caven. Very close. That's what I'm thinking. As in Cliff? Uh, That's Claven. And that's C-L. As in Bill? Keven. That's Keven. Yeah. That's different. I don't even know who the hell that guy is. Anyway, uh, so Kim Caven. 
uh, writes the story. Here are some of the bullets on it. In 2017, it was reported that there was a 1% increase in boat theft across the nation, which doesn't seem like a huge increase, but I'd rather have a 1% decrease than a 1% increase. Right. And it doesn't matter what the percentage is if it's your boat that has its motor or its electronics stolen. Well, so what's true. 1% of 1 billion boats? A lot of boats. Uh-huh. That's... Uh, what? A billion boats is a hundred. What is it? Was it ten million? Do boats? I need to get a calculator? Is it ten million, Barry? You're the numbers guy. Oh my god! He's I dumped Bill. <laughs> Come on, Barry. My wish motor. came true. <laughs> my wish came true, Greg. So, what? So it's it's what was ten million, a hundred million, one billion, right? What's one percent of one billion? It'd be ten million. Mm, Barry he's, he's doing it on paper. <laughs> no, he's doing 000. it on paper. If we he's couldn't 10, see him, boats. ten thousand. Ten thousand is one percent. Yeah. Of one billion? One billion? Or He's going nuts billion. with the abacus right now. Or what this, is is, this is what... <laughs> I don't think my calculator... By the way, Barry the Boater is an accountant. <laughs> <laughs> my God, I broke the radio show. <laughs> he, if I didn't know that I saw him reach a pencil and paper, I would... He's sweating live on camera. <laughs> <laughs> Cross out two of the that. zeros. Cross out two of the zeros. <laughs> Move the commas. I say, yeah. I would, ten, I would say... Uh, ten million, right? Ten million, something yeah. like that. Okay. Yeah. Something, Something like, like that. that. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> how much money am I getting back, Barry? <laughs> well, I'm still waiting for my 1.6 billion on uh, Tuesday. <laughs> All right. So here's the thing. Uh, to protect your uh, oh, uh, in addition to that, in Florida alone, according to Boats.com, the recovery rate for a stolen boat is less than 40 percent. That's so not less good. than 40 percent of all boats that are stolen uh, get found. I think it's because it's a little easier to hide a boat Where than it going? is to hide a car. They yeah. go to Cuba, they go to Central America, or they get put on container ships down in the port of Miami, and they wind up in South America. Ask me how I know. How do you know that? How do you know that? I may yeah. have witnessed such activities firsthand um, while working in the port of Miami. Witnessed but, or participated in? Witnessed. Okay. <laughs> I was wearing a wire. <laughs> Remember the 80s? It just didn't record. Now you know why I can't be on camera. Exactly. (laughs) All right, so uh, this article article has uh, some some, uh, uh, strategies and techniques which you can use to help protect your boat. Ooh, ooh. What do you think? Don't buy a boat. Okay. I don't. I don't know if you understand what the nature of this program really? is. Really, he doesn't. Uh, you you could set up something with like a quarter stick of dynamite. Uh, no, I don't think that's necessarily a good idea no. either. Uh, when it comes to cameras and digital tracking features, Global Ocean Securities Technologies, or Ghost G O S T, has become a leader in the boating world. This is paid for product advertising. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> sorry, I just realized that when I was reading the article. This is paid for product advertising. Yeah, I, th- I think there. There are probably low-budget GPS trackers you could install on your boat. But, um, well, you used but to a be lot able of that is a low jack for a card. Do they still make those? Well, that's pretty much what the ghost system is. It's yeah, but what I'm saying similar. is, you could you could do GPS trackers that you don't have to pay a monthly subscription service to to track your boat. So uh, that way, you know it's in Cuba and you can't get it. What, what, what about the- if you just took your cell phone and stuck it on there and hit it? But then you wouldn't have your cell phone, Barry. No, you buy it. Oh, come on. Buy a second one. And you know how you could track cell phones. You but just you, put because it, you, you know, could buy a GPS tracker for a lot less than the cost of a cell phone. 
and you'd have to maintain a service contract on your cell phone, Barry. Are no. you really the okay. accountant? Has he been no. lying to us this whole time? Not to, me- not to mention a bunch of <laughs> a, a lot of the modern electronics. If you have a newer boat, you may be able to track the boat via the whether it's the Fusion stereo or the Garmin uh, radar displays, yeah, right. mm-hmm. uh, engine. Uh, it's amazing what they're doing there to where um, the engine manufacturers want you as the consumer to be more connected to where you get a you get a, an alarm that goes off and now your displays have gone away from analog gauges to glass cockpits and all of a sudden up comes this alert here's the code and here's the nearest marina service center they've already alerted them this one has the part that you need in stock. Would you like us to set a service appointment? Press yes to continue. Yes. Boink. Then your boat starts to drive itself. <laughs> Back home. Well, one of the things about the, uh, about the paid-for advertising in this Boats.com article uh, is that the, the particular nav tracker, which they have, you can set up a fence. So you set up a perimeter and your boat can't leave that perimeter without you getting a notification. Right. And Geofence. as soon as you get a no yeah. a, a, a a notification, mm-hmm. you can alert authority authorities. But the, yeah. In this particular case, a thirty four foot regulator Ooh, in nice Florida boat. was retrieved within forty nine minutes. Which this is how I know for sure it's, it's paid advertising because Captain Keith came down setting a new record. Previously, the record was 54 minutes, set back in 2009. Ooh, yeah, that's some good work right there. Because yeah. by and large, once those boats are untied, right, especially if it's a uh, center console, go fast type of, you know, it's got twin three fifties on the back. It can get anywhere in a hurry. It is gone. Yeah, and it doesn't. The thing with a, you don't need to put it on a trailer and drive it someplace. It's in the water. You can drive it in the water to another place where it's more convenient to get it out of the water. I do like that feature, though, that Patrick alluded to, that it should have a control on it, that when you see it's gone outside its geofence, then the boat takes control and then takes the booglers back to where they want to go. Jail! I still I, like the self, self-destruct self idea. Well, or you could even do both. You yeah, I think little, your insurance companies might have a little trouble squirt with Squirt water at them the or something. Like, hey, I got you! Nah. In, case you're, in case your boat's stolen by cats. <laughs> That'll, it's, a, it's a good t- uh, teaching technique. I've, I've seen that on TV. More coming up on the World of Boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Billy, engineer, and Barry the Boater, rounding out Greggy. the crew. Yes, Barry the Boater. What do you say now? The answer is $10 million. Okay. <laughs> it took him a while. Thanks, but, uh, Thanks for confirming. I, I saw Thank on the you. video, he has this massive, uh, is it an abacus? Is that what that thing is that, with all yes. the wires and stuff? Yes. That is impressive, Barry. I don't know, but he's got a couple spots on his forehead that now are pulsating. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. Okay, so 
I um, I wanted to just mention something in passing here. This comes from uh, MaritimeExecutive.com, Maritime-Executive.com. Uh, is this another commercial? It is not. This is actually about Paul Allen. Paul Allen passed away on oh, Monday, the 15th. The 15th, Monday the 15th. What's uh, 1% of 15? <laughs> 1.5. Uh, no, 0. 0.15. Uh, anyway, uh, Alan passed away on Monday from complications from his uh, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. He was uh, 65 years old because he is best known as uh, one of the co-founders of Microsoft. Uh, and uh, he's, he's actually the person responsible for coining the term personal computer and PC. That's he also founded a company called Charter Communication, which I invested in until they filed for bankruptcy. That's probably not his fault. Uh, he also funded the Deep Argo Project, which uses submersible floats to collect data down to nearly four miles below the surface. Deep Argo is intended to help scientists better understand how the bottom half of the ocean may influence long-term weather, climate, and sea rise. Uh, and uh, he is... Uh, the pest, uh, the petrol's crew. The petrol is the uh, the research vessel petrol, which was also funded by Paul Allen. The crew have been involved in locating a number of shipwrecks from World War One and World War Two, including the warship the USS Juno, the Australian submarine HMAS AE One, and most recently they helped the U.S. Navy find a wrecked cargo plane that came off of the carrier USS Ronald Reagan. Paul Allen had a lot of money. He spent it in a lot of ways, including uh, to help research the oceans. And as boaters, we should all be uh, interested in the work that Paul Allen and his team. They could find a lot of rare things. Why can't they find a boat when it's been stolen? Rest in peace, Paul (laughs) Allen. Okay, just saying. Maybe we can learn something from that guy. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Bill, the engineer, Barrett, a boater. We are a bunch of fish heads navigating the latest boating news and information. We're on Facebook Live, at least Bill and myself, along with, uh, see, Jerry, the diver guy is in there. Uh, Jimmy Crane, uh, Peter from, what, what is that, Gaithersburg, Maryland, I believe. And uh, Chad has joined in to, to uh, you know monitor Facebook Live with us today or tolerate our visual stimulation that we provide the world there's a a lot of things we might be doing um visual stimulation is nothing that makes it into the top 50 by the way gaithersburg is pronounced pequod (laughs) oh interesting that's that's completely different i think that's the is that the canadian uh, pronunciation yeah it's once you go north of the mason dixon line understood understood because maryland is Exactly yeah. south of the Mason Dixon line. Just it's well, the, it's the border well, between Pennsylvania and Maryland. Well, not exactly. Hmm. Well, I do Moving want to ask forward, a question. Yes. Okay, Who? we we did uh, we talked about that ghost system as far as like if you're both. I'm gets tired stolen, of talking about it. I, I feel like offense. I was duped by what was supposed to be an informational article, which was an advertisement. Well, is long. there anything else you can do, Patrick, if you have a boat and, and you don't want it to be stolen, other than having well, one of those? Well, actually, of I have a different story. Oh. Okay, okay, I won't tell you. Tune in next week. 
Okay, no. D- tell us the thing, and then I have another story about another thing you can do. Well, there are a All lot right. of things. Okay. So it really comes down to, you know, if your boat's on a trailer, is, of course, making sure that your trailer's secure. There are things you can do, such as... Zip ties. <sighs> Go ahead with your story. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. No, I mean, it's, seriously, there, there are a lot of things which you can do you, to you make You can do your- things, everything from, uh, if you have a tandem axle trailer, uh, yeah, securing your rims uh, together um of course trailer locks um if you have outboard engines which seems to be uh, as outboards have made a strong strong comeback here in the last seven ten years that smaller outboards are getting stolen off the backs of boats whether on trailers in storage yards on on boat lifts behind homes and that's to invest in a good lock system for your outboard nothing is impervious if somebody wants it bad enough they'll find a they way they can take it because they'll cut the transom yes and just take that whole part. exactly mm-hmm. you you now you've got sawzalls that are uh portable battery powered and they'll hack your transom apart and just let the engine fall into their boat and then head down the canal and you never see it again probably um the best defense honestly is making sure that you've got the appropriate insurance to guard against such things so that if your boat is stolen if your electronics are stolen if your engine is stolen you can get back out on the water um in a minimal amount of time because there truly is no 100 percent defensive measure against any type of theft objection uh-oh your honor I know how you can. Oh, I know. I'm I'm pretending you're the judge. Okay, thank you. Um, Your Honor, leading the witness. By the way, I'm not wearing anything under this robe. You know, you know, Bill. I count on you (laughs) when you're here to provide a sense of. There are a lot of things which you can do to try and make Uh. your boat unstealable, but nothing which you've mentioned so far will make it impossible to be stolen. But what? If it were invisible. Invisible. I was going to say a disguise. Make it look like a junker. According, you know, that's not a bad idea. Disguising your boat and make it look like it's something that they don't want. Right. Boat cover, make it uh, like uh, where it covers the boat, but it makes it look like a crappy old beater. There was definitely a movie with that. As a as a plot point, yeah, mm-hmm. Captain Ron, yeah, yes, yes. People may start leaving money on your boat so you can repair it. <laughs> that would be awesome. Bonus. You leave the you leave the tickets from the uh, from the harbor master saying, "Please move this." Okay, but ship. in this era of social media and instantaneous communication, once word gets out that this is now a defensive measure, now everybody's junk boat will be stolen. 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 Okay. Right. Which might not be a bad thing for all those <laughs> derelict boats that are out there clogging our waterways. So, But you can make your boat invisible, according to an article from the DailyMail.uk. You can find this, of course, on the World of Boating Facebook page. The ah. crack news staff of one and two constantly... Uh, combing through all of the news that is available on the internet and then stealing it and making it look like it's ours. Mm. They do a good so job. Kind of, they do. So, uh, so Patrick, here's, what kind of... It's a invisible cloak, like from Harry Potter? Not exactly. So here's the story. It is a uh, vessel. Uh, the I, I'm assuming the type is called Mirage. It is the... It's I a, tell you, but I can't make out the name because it's invisible. Yeah, so it's... 
It's 106 meters long. Barry, for the rest of the show, can you try and convert that into feet for me? Uh, sure. <laughs> I'm working on it it's right now. 347 feet, nine inches. Thank you. So it's a it's a biggish boat. It costs 200 million pounds. Can you convert that to U.S. dollars, please? Twelve dollars. It's about 350 million dollars. Hmm. Uh, and it will be clad in specially mirrored glass so that from as little as 50 meters away, a half of a football field away, it will look like it's not there. Awesome. Okay, two things. Oh, yes. awesome. Um, yeah. One, as other a, folk. a boat wrapped in mirrors um, <laughs> that is uh, susceptible to the motions of the world's oceans is probably not a good thing. Um, it's not, it's two... Not. A boat that is invisible to other boaters is definitely not a good thing. So here's the thing about this. This, this is like the Roadrunner painting on the, the, the wall of the cliff, the, the tunnel. Uh, the tunnel you yeah, know, and the it's Wiley Wiley Coyote goes right towards it, and then bam! I thought Wiley painted those. Wiley you painted know, those, not the Roadrunner. Don't ruin my... What? what, 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 what my one at a time. It paints with Jeez. his mouth. Uh, okay, Barry the Boater, what were you going to say? Bill, Bill, we have enough problems with people hitting things that they actually do see. <laughs> but you can't. <laughs> let, hey, we can't solve every problem. Let's solve the problem of your boat getting stolen. If you yeah. can't see it, you can't steal it. That's a law. Okay, I think if you have a three hundred and fifty foot yacht, you're not worried about it getting stolen. Well, this is the whole selling point on this damn boat. It's stupid. It's not a terribly attractive boat from from the side. Well, it wouldn't matter if you can't see it. Right, so here's it looks the thing. a bit like a fed ship. Yeah, look, see? Yeah. It's, it's not a particularly attractive boat. From the side. It's actually a gorgeous ship from the top. Here's the thing. Looks like Steve Jobs, that, that fed it, ship It does he look had a built. little bit like that. But all of these are just artist renderings. There's no real boat that's invisible. There's no real invisible boat in any of these pictures. Because they can't draw it. <laughs> or is there? So a, from a profile, I think it would be hard to see. If it's moving forward through the water, you can see it. It's got multiple decks. There's no way you couldn't see this boat. Depends it is on the 347 angle. feet long, and it rises five stories out of the water. You can well, that, see the damn answer, boat. Then. If you don't want your boat stolen, just get one that's at least 347 feet long. How okay. about if... What would be better is if it was disguised as an iceberg. There we have it. Now that's something. People in Sydney Harbor just look at this giant iceberg. Hey, and it would be and per- it would be it. it would be a pit of performance art. Actually, I mean, let's face it. Hey, and you say my ideas are crazy. Yes, we do. Moving we do. on, All right, we do have some other news. Hey, so this is an actual news story from the Daily Mail dot dot co dot uk. Aren't they the same ones that have the naked girls no. on page three? I think they all have the naked girls yeah. on, on page three. Hmm. Uh, that's just a thing. Newspaper, naked girls. They go together in England. That, that makes sense. Picking up sticks in England. Yes. That's a thing, too. Uh, here's another Rock. story. This is from CNN Business. Uh, CNN Business has uh, sent a... Well, not CNN Business. That's that's not true. CNN Business has a news story about the Ocean Cleanup Foundation, which is trying to clean up the giant ocean patch. The plastic the giant island of goo. Pacific garbage patch. A yeah. floating trash pile that it says is between San Francisco and Hawaii, but it doesn't stretch from San Francisco to Hawaii. Yeah. It is between San Francisco and Hawaii. Right now, it's about twice the size of Texas. 
Okay. And they, I they think, call that a gyre or something like that. I can't remember the exact term of that. Right. It's becoming its own continent. It's, it, well, a lot of us think of this as a giant patch larger than two Texases, which are just full of you know, styrofoam coolers and water bottles. Most all of the plastic is in tiny little pellets. Triumph Almost all boats of them. that didn't sell. Triumph boats that didn't sell. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but what they've got now is they've got a 2,000-foot long. Please convert that into feet for me, Barry. <laughs> 2,000 Good foot. job. Good job. Um, so it's a 2,000-foot long tube that is the shape of a, a large, slightly open-ended horseshoe. Right. And it's got a basket that sits at the top of the horseshoe, and the whole idea is going to force, it's going to funnel the plastic to that point, just traveling through the water. They're going to send a ship out to empty the basket periodically. And their plan is to get 150 million tons of plastic out of the ocean with this tube. True story here on the World of Boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spider webbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers, listen up. From their high-impact NK seven resin to their exclusive power claw latches nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear plus nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market the company has been around for over 15 years but it's new to the u.s so we've made a small number of nano cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com go there now and check out nanook the evolution of protection successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the one. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. The sun, the sea air, good friends. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Who are you? Uh, we're from the... Uh state mental institution uh we chartered the boat we're going to go fishing and uh 
That's all there is to it. But I won't cry myself This is the world of boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Bell, the engineer, bear the boater, uh, navigating the latest aviation and, well, boating news. And well, some of the things like this, like Flying this 347-foot-long boat is best seen from the air because it looks best from above the boat. Absolutely. So that's clearly why you were saying aviation, not because of one Just of the other radio. two radio shows that you do. Yeah, what are the odds? I can't believe you're going to let him walk from that one. I'm not. Actually, yeah, I, I don't think he did. <laughs> he does just plain radio. He does scuba radio uh, in addition to the world of boating. True. Uh, I do a podcast called uh, The Hijack and mm-hmm. a new podcast with the mayor of Longwood, which is called 1789, the Ben Paris Revolution. Okay. So, I do so you got a podcast about a guy named Jack who's I, high all the time. Uh, I do one with the guys I collect my trash. <laughs> oh, it's called Trash Talk. <laughs> Hmm. Uh, and he also he also has written a play which has uh, been submitted for participation in the 2019 Orlando Fringe Festival. Yes, wow. I have. Which is fantastic. If you like the uh, the Scuba Radio Christmas shows that, that we haven't we have, done for four have, years, well, that we've done in the past. Yeah. Imagine the same thing, but without the constraint of Greg <laughs> saying it has to make sense. Imagine the same thing, but without Greg saying, "I don't get that. We can't do that." That's what this show is, huh? My listeners won't understand what you're doing. It's for people that Greg. That, it's it's for people like Greg who don't understand what Patrick's doing. That's right. what it's for. Okay. So we have a lot of other things. Uh, Barry, by the way, is going to learn uh, math. Math. <laughs> <laughs> Never too late, Barry. Math is a second language. <laughs> Uh, in addition to that, we also talk about some uh, some other things here on uh, this program uh, that are related to boats. Here's one from Trading Only, uh, Trade Only, uh, Soundings Trade Only, uh, and it's about a uh, a collaboration between a couple of different companies. Wabesto Breeze uh, started a uh, concept two years ago with Four Winds designer Christoph Levine, and they were looking for ways to extend the boating season. What they wanted was they wanted to make an easily convertible air conditioning and heating system that could be used in the cockpit of uh, an open cockpit boat. And this is, and you'll be surprised to learn this, something which makes Patrick sigh. Yeah. (laughs) Good luck. No, they've got it, Barry. And and Wabasto, for people who don't know, I mean, they make some some really really refrigeration product. Uh, Refrigerators and ice makers, they, they do an awesome, awesome job. They have a great product. But... I think we're getting, again, to the point where part of boating is supposed to be about the experience of, especially when we're talking about open cockpit boats. And, and being uncomfortable in the heat. Yes, we're exposed rain. to the elements. And you know what? Some of the best days I had weren't going out when it was sunny and breezy, but when it was windy and cold. And you and- stank. It was windy and cold, okay, and you had spray coming up over the bow. I mean, those, and it, it, it was about experiencing the elements, not staying warm in the cockpit of your boat and having warm air forced over your feet. But you know, so you everyone cold. isn't, it, or on a ninety-degree day in an open cockpit boat and having forced cold air blown out at you. What's so wrong with being comfortable and enjoying uh, boating as because well? Because there's though. an aspect to it that. 
to Barry's point, is supposed to be roughing it. It's supposed to be experiencing. The reason why you go boating is not just for the pure pleasure of boating, but to experience the environment, nature. What What if you're the type of person who doesn't rough it? Then you go and get on a cruise ship up in the Northeast with a bunch of geriatric people and watch the leaves change. Hey, look, orange. (laughs) That leaf's yellow. I, I think that there's room for both. There's room for... There yes. should not be! I, I like winter camping. I hate the winter in general. Yes. I don't like living in the winter. Why do we live winter. in Florida? Hello? I, I, I love winter camping because that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go winter camping. For like a day or two. Okay, I just yeah, want to point out... For a day out, or two. I just yeah, want to point that's out... That's 100% true. I don't want to live there. As far as living in Florida, I had no choice. I was kidnapped. Uh-huh. <laughs> And, he was a kid. It goes yeah, back to him not being on video. I, <laughs> I was drugged. Yeah. Witness protection program. Benadryl's a beautiful yeah. thing. You'll be fine. Housing is cheaper here. Uh, truth be told, I think that there's a room for people to have comfort on a boat. And I agree, Patrick, it is not, um, it is not the same experience if you're, you're in a boat which doesn't have any climate control and doesn't have electronic charting and doesn't have uh an epurb it it's different but E-perb. so you you seal off this boat with a big bimini top and plastic windows no 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 just they'll just set it up with vents targeted at your feet it's like or driving at the a- helm and they're gonna they're gonna circulate air from these units whether it's being pulled from the engine or from these wabasto units and it will either cool you or warm you, depending on your particular type of uh, environmental Environment. situation. It's kind of like what they do at places where there's outside seating here in Florida. If you have outside seating, there are times when it's cool and it's not comfortable, so they put these these big uh, fan put heaters. Put on a jacket! They put on these big heaters outside to make it more comfortable they put on a fan very nice or they blow or they put misters out there to make it more comfortable right there's lots of things we do to make ourselves more comfortable I'm are all we about softer the is this not a day of wooden ships and iron men i say yes it is not the day of wooden ships and iron men men like patrick need to have this we're wusses and we want a boat too Girly men like Greg do not need this. Shush, what do I do? And on that note, we'll end it till next time. Remember, whether it's sail or motor, life is better better as a boater. Safe boating, everyone. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at (gasps) worldofboating.com. Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. Woo-hoo-hoo! TTFN! Ta-ta for now!
now. The opinions you just heard on the World of Boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com. 